Are you trying to do a fog? <laughs> Have you seen Superstore? What's a foghorn? The wah, 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 wah. Yes! Thank you! <laughs> hey, Jenny. Hi, Jess. We're here in person together for the first time. Not ever in our lives, but for the first time in the Double Take podcast history. In this universe, yeah. A big moment. And we're here today talking about what was supposed to be cozy shows, which is Jenny's lingo for anything that makes her feel like Fall? No, I've got cozy shows for winter. I've got cozy shows for fall. Whoa, cozy shows for fall. But it's like anything where you know there's not as much daylight. You want things to watch that are gonna like make you feel good about being inside with lit candles, that kind of thing. And that I'm not gonna say that doesn't bleed into spooky shows, which is what we eventually came to. Cozy yeah. slash spooky shows. Basically, you know what are things you can watch to get you in the mood for fall? So it doesn't necessarily have to be set in fall. Not necessarily, no. Okay, yeah, that's where I have an issue with it. I don't think that's how my brain works. Like, I want something to be, like, in-your-face fall for it to feel like a fall show. Leaves are actively falling. Like, the leaves are, yeah, leaves are falling, but, like, I don't know. I guess if they have, if they have a holiday set, and it's just something that, like, really angers you to the time period. But that's why, so when we're first talking about this, for the listeners, I was struggling with this concept of, Cozy shows, because like I said, that just doesn't really mean anything to me. But my feeling when it hits like mid-September is that I'm ready for spooky shows. Mm-hmm. Spooky season, Which, as, again, as not, they call it. Which, again, not mutually exclusive in my brain. Sure. You just don't like scary stuff. I just don't love... I mean, yeah. I don't fair, love... Spooky, different than scary. I don't love thrillery fair. things. Yes. Like Halloween, whatever. Friday the... Th- not my Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like slasher movies. Yeah. I do like horror movies quite a lot. So when it hits... October, even mid-September, I get really excited for horror movies, but also just like firmly Halloween movies. So slightly different than cozy shows, I would say. (laughs) I like to call them spooky shows. So here we are with our top 10 lists of cozy and spooky. Is that what we landed on calling it? Yes, I would say, yeah. We can either call it cozy spooky shows or shows that get you in the mood for autumn. I feel like get you ready for fall, bring you into fall. Okay. All of those things. I we think cozy and spooky is cuter, though. Oh, like right, it, it's pithier. Uh, we should reiterate, we have not seen each other's top ten lists. We did spend about, I'm going to say 20 to 30 minutes in silence. It was an hour. <laughs> we, we spent an hour this morning not speaking to each other, but in the same room, writing down things and like moving them around on our lists. Okay, so we'll start with honorable mentions. Okay. Jenny, would you like to go first? I would love to go first. All right, I'm going to list my three honorable mentions uh, all in one go. Okay. So... I have, and bear in mind, mine are not as Halloween-centric as Jess's, just in general tone for all of my Yeah, picks. that is pretty much the whole vibe of the list. Yeah. Jenny's is not <laughs> Halloween, and mine is. Uh, my honorable mentions for fall, Little Women, 2019, Greta Gerwig, but also any of the earlier ones as well. Something about Little Women, and I know a lot of people use that as sort of like a Christmas or winter show, uh, movie as well. I'm fine with that, but... Once it hits this type of season when it's chillier outside, I think that's a very cozy movie to watch. You can watch that on Hulu. Um, second honorable mention, Knives Out. Excellent that movie. That's a good one. Yeah. I love Knives Out. The sequel to Knives Out comes out this winter, and it's exclusively going to be streaming on Netflix, which Onions. is an odd move. Glass Something. Onion. Glass Onion, okay. Definitely inspired by the Beatles song. Mm. But the actual first movie is not on Netflix right now. I would honestly recommend, if you've never seen it, 
paying two ninety nine so to rent on whatever because you can rent it kind of anywhere YouTube Amazon Google whatever really good it's worth it. mystery Daniel Craig Chris Evans Anna de Armas very that that one airs more toward not spooky but like somewhere between well, spooky and mystery. cozy yes yeah so that's honorable mention number two honorable mention number three Stranger Things seasons one and two season two obviously has the Halloween. Uh, theme at the very beginning but I would say the vibe of Stranger Things especially season one and two has spooky Halloween-esque early fall energy Uh, I know some of it is set in summer but that's That's the vibe I'm going for that's what's so hard for me about that show is like they they set it in the summer the first season the like third season and then wait I said season one oh you did specifically say season one one and two I guess my just general thoughts about Stranger Things are like it should be a spooky show but they keep releasing it in the summer and setting it in the summer at least the last few and then I'm like, okay, this is not a Halloween show for me. Season two, I will remind you, was released around Halloween. No, you're right. I totally forgot that. I was um, season three and on. And yeah, and that show is just like a great getting it in, getting into a spooky vibe. Thing. Actually, I should, re- yeah, I'm going to rewatch season one. There you go. Honorable mentions for the win. That one's on Netflix. You probably knew that already. Okay, honorable mentions, yours. Okay, go. my honorable mentions. Uh, True Detective, season one. Have you seen that? I've seen not all of it. When it first came out, people, everyone was talking about it, so I think I watched the first, like, three episodes. Uh, Yeah, definitely season one. I actually have only seen the first season of True Detective. It's, like, an anthology sort of one, though, so, like, second season is not related to season one. Where people Uh, also sort of, like, eh, Yeah, apparently it got, like, way worse after season one. Season one of True Detective is an amazing season of television, and it is, it's spooky. I mean, it's a crime mystery so those sorts of vibes. Similar to Knives Out. Knives Out has more of an of a upbeat. Like it's... Yeah, Knives Out is like a fun. I think everyone would sort of use the word fun to define it. And True Detective is uh, pretty... Intense? Yeah, intense. Okay. Like a little horrifying. Like not in like a horror way, <laughs> but in like a deeply like depressing Psychologically. Sort of way. <laughs> yeah, it's more of like a... It's like, you know, it has that like true crime, like gritty vibe where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this, you know, it's about like killers and they're yes. hunting down like deranged people. Got it. Uh, that's on HBO. Second one is the movie Us, Jordan Peele movie, uh, spiritual successor to Get Out, not an actual sequel to it. I actually liked Us more than Get Out. Wow, big take. Yeah, is it? I suppose it is. I guess the phrase is hot take, but I'm calling it a big take. I really liked Get Out, but it, uh, yeah, I think Us for me is just a better horror movie is what it is. And like when I want a horror movie, I'd rather watch Us. Uh, You cannot stream that. I believe you can only rent it. If you like scary movies and somehow haven't seen us, which feels like a long shot, you should watch it. And my third honorable mention is Cabin in the Woods, mm. which is, again, I don't think able to stream anywhere. I think you have to rent it. Uh, another horror movie, but this one is a bit... It's a very original sort of vibe for a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, yeah, very different. It's really its own thing. I, I really recommend it to people who like horror Okay, uh, I was going to say, would you recommend it to no, me? No, no, no. It's definitely still a horror movie. Great, great, great. Uh, okay. Wouldn't recommend it to anyone who's, like, easily scared. It's just not, like, a typical slasher movie. It's got a little something, a little something, something. All right, take that not, yeah, not in the cozy bucket, definitely. No, nope, that's <laughs> firmly in the spooky. Like, spooky is, like, too cute of a word for, like, my horror movie list. I have both spooky and straight horror on my list. I'll set it up. I would say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like the shows that will appear on our list are on a spectrum from, like, where Cozy is on one end, like, Slasher is on yeah. another, and oh, Spooky yeah. is in the middle. Oh, because okay. Spooky can kind of, like... Great way to put it. Okay. Yep. Spooky is somehow, like, both Cozy and Halloween-y. 
Whereas horror is like, yeah, and horror is not even Halloweeny. It's just like, is it scary? It's terrifying. Is it? <laughs> I do like scary. All right. We'll start with number ten, and we'll work our way to number one. So, yeah. Jenny, you kick us off. Yeah. So we, for this one, just to be clear, we're going back and forth now. We're going. This is our actual top ten list for each of us, but we'll each say our ten, then nine, then eight, or whatever. Um, and make our way to our very favorite spooky slash horror <laughs> slash cozy <laughs> slash creepy slash horror um, So number 10 on my list is a nostalgic fave. And I know I may be too old for it, but you know what? No such thing. It's going to be on the back. It's a great background movie at this point for like, you know, clearing out my closet and making way for sweaters, whatever. I'm giving this a lot of hype, but Halloween Town. Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, please. I, oh my gosh, I have that so much higher on my list. Like, I'm like crying that that's the way you preface it. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. Oh, no, no, no. We can talk about it when we get to your Wow, okay. List. That's right, like we'll... a dagger to my heart. I'm so sorry. Right, yeah, we'll wait to talk about that one. But uh, yeah, it's a little higher on my list. Okay, we'll talk about Halloween time when we get to it on Jess's. Wow, What's okay. your number 10? Uh, so my number 10 is... Uh, I wouldn't put it firmly on the slasher end of the scale, uh, but closer to that end than Cozy, for sure. It's It, Stephen King's It. Here, take it. Uh, this is the 2017 version, okay. uh, not the miniseries that came out in 1990. Um, and It, Chapter 1 is like technically the long name of it, because It, Chapter 2 came out a few years after that. Which was not very good. But the first It, meaning the first of the most recent two adaptations of the Stephen King novel, is very good. Definitely scary. Like, for people who truly don't like horror, I would not tell them to watch it. But it's not it's not as scary as you might expect, is, is what I want to say about it. Okay. I, it's hard because I still wouldn't recommend it to any of my friends that are like, I really, really don't like scary movies. Like, yeah. I wouldn't tell them to watch this. But it's I feel like it's not designed to make you, like, truly terrified. It's okay. a little fun. Like, it's not it's not fun the way, like, Cabin in the Woods, I just said, was, like, sort of, like, fun. Or no, what did I say was fun? I said Knives Out was fun. Yeah. I don't know. Everything's fun. It is, like, <laughs> not as fun, but it does have, like, a little bit of, like, goofiness to it. I mean... All right. It is terrifying, but it's also... It's got a spooky side. It's Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle between the spooky and the slasher part of the scale. Perfect for Halloween time. A great horror movie in general. But it's 10th on my list because it is... Other ones are better. I'll say that. Nice. All right. I'll go with my number nine, which is the movie Clue, 1985. All right. We've done it. If you have not seen Clue, it is a classic. It's got multiple endings. Uh, It's based on the board game Clue. So, you know, you've got your different characters and your different weapons if you've ever played the board game Clue. (laughs) If you've ever. Um... I'm sure. Right? A little known board game. No, I'm making fun of it. Yeah, literally everyone's I'm like, clue. come on, everyone's like, literally clue. everyone. Um, so there are multiple endings, which is a fun little thing because you get a different weapon and a different person in a different room. Anyway, it's a really great movie that is, I would say, I would put on the same, sort of same category as Knives Out. It's a mystery. It's about a murder and it's a little spooky and gives you like jump scares, but it's not like at all horror thrasher no, it's, slasher. again, a fun, I'd say fun for that one. Definitely fun, but gets you into the Halloween spooky end of fall. Really great. And you can watch choice. that on Roku Channel, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Showtime. 
Um, Amazon, you might need a Showtime subscription if you're going to watch there. But yeah, that's what that is. Again, would recommend renting it if they don't, if you can't find it on a streaming service. Yeah, that's a good one. I never think to watch it, but definitely good. a whodunit and like a fun yeah running around. Well, and it's oh, temporary. I think I always, if you've listened to any of the other podcasts that we've made, I always reference Clue in what I <laughs> yeah, wish for only murders in the building. For only murders in the building. For what I wish only murders in the building had. Um, so. If you're interested, definitely check that out. That's a good one. All right, my ninth is Happy Death Day. Do you even know what that is? No. I feel like nobody knows this movie. Happy Death Day came out, I think, again, 2017. Uh, And it's definitely not a very known one, I wouldn't say, but it's so good, very underrated. Good in the way that, again, if you like sort of like slasher movies that don't take themselves super seriously, it's... A teen, that's just not, it's like technically set in college, but it's got that sort of like, uh, sort of juvenile slasher film sort of vibe. Not juvenile, what's the right word to put it? Like it's lighthearted in a way because it's like teens being teens, like, oh, they're partying and like whatever. <laughs> and like there's also a killer on the loose, but like it doesn't have a very overbearing dark vibe. It has more of like a fun tongue in cheek vibe. Okay. That doesn't really come from the fact that it's set in college. It's more the fact that. It's got this gimmick to it. So basically, the main character wakes up. Uh, it's Groundhog's Day. She wakes up on the morning of her birthday every single day, and she oh. dies at the end of it, or she dies at some point in the day. And she has to figure out who's killing her. So that's what makes it a fun vibe, is that it's, like, gimmicky. <laughs> fun. <laughs> Everything is fun. Listen, I just think car is fun. I think that's where we're at. Okay. But no, I guess I just mean it's it's a little bit more, uh, what's the word? Not, like, goofy, but, like... I don't know. I it's like funny it. almost. I, I think it's darkly funny is the right oh. way to put it. So it's good. I would not recommend it to people who really don't like horror. But if you're like okay with horror as long as, I don't know. I don't understand people How who don't like horror. How graphic movies. is like, the, like is it it's violent? It's super violent, okay. I wouldn't say. I feel like we need a jump scare to violent ratio. Yeah, because that's the thing. is like people dislike scary movies for like different things. There's no like supernatural. Well, other than she wakes up. It's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> it's Groundhog's Day meets Scream. That's what it is. Because you know how Scream. Well, you don't know this. But the original Scream movie was like, yes, yeah, scary, but like uh, self-aware, like meta take on horror movies. So, like although it was scary, it was also sort of like doing something. Okay. It was like original we love when people like doing something yeah, yeah love when people do something and that's sort of this one is like it's i think it's inherently sort of funny because of the way it's pulling in like the groundhog day theme and it really is just like a dark comedy sort of yeah. similar to that movie freaky that came out last year okay with Vince Vaughn. i didn't see it but i heard like yeah. it's not as scary as a real slasher movie because like there's this underlying concept that's just a little ridiculous okay yeah that's what happy death day is there was a sequel, not as good, but the first one's great. Uh, you do have to rent that one, uh, I believe. Although Freeform's doing like a 30 Days of Halloween, and nice. it'll be playing, I think, a few times during that. So if you have cable, you could probably like record it or something. Cool. I forgot to say it is on HBO Max and Netflix. Sorry, oh, to go nice. back to that. I forgot to say that. Always, I always like, even if it's not a show that I'm going to watch, where things are available on multiple mm-hmm. different platforms. We love that. Okay, um, so we're on eight. On number eight. Okay. My number eight. Wow. Okay. A theme that I'm noticing is that a good portion of my cozy slash spooky shows are from the early 90s, early 80s. That's not shocking. Uh, no, not shocking at all. Twin Peaks, 1990s. Um, Bro, I have Twin Peaks at eight. Oh, that's amazing. Twins. Okay. Twin Peaks. 
because that's so funny. So, all right, let's get into it. Uh, first, I can say you can watch it on Paramount Plus and then again, Amazon Prime via Showtime. Twin Peaks, really great spooky vibes. And not at all, like, I would not call it scary in the way that any of the no. horror movies that you are describing no, no, no. are scary. I wouldn't either. Just like a little eerie. Um, okay. I wouldn't. Something. I wouldn't, but I, there is one part, and I can't give any away, there's one part of the show. Like one like Just one scene. One like moment. Like a quote. One. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one moment that like I still get like shivers if like if you think somebody quotes it, it or if I think about it. Like, yeah. So it definitely has creepy. Tell me offline. Cause creepy I can't undercurrents. Remember. I will tell you later. I don't want to spoil it, but I would say for sure creepy undercurrents. Like if someone really hates every. Everything that could be conceivably scary. Don't watch it. I wouldn't tell them to watch this. No. But if you are okay, if you're willing to dip your toe in the, you know, pool of slightly creepy, this is such a... Like, it's a classic for a reason. They remade it for a reason. It's got... um, It's very eerie, I would say. It's very eerie. Yeah. A little supernatural. I don't think that really gives anything away. Yeah. Like, don't expect a very straightforward, cut and dry mystery. Uh, I guess we could say... So it is about... The general concept, this FBI detective comes into this little small town. The town is called Twin Peaks. And he's investigating the murder of a high school girl. Yes. So right off the bat, like, creepy, mm-hmm. you know. Creepy, but, yeah. Not a happy show. It's, like, because of the small town, you get the interactions of all of the, like, townspeople, all of the, like, teenagers that are, may or may not be involved, their uh, relationships with one another. And then there are absolutely funny aspects. It's, like... Yeah, oh, there's definitely humor to it. Sure. Yeah. Really good, spooky, inside, put candles on, watch it, have fun. It's like, I would say, like, the original vibey show, except that, like, people often use that to mean, like, there's not plot, there's just vibes. But this show has, like, a lot of plot. Like, your brain will hurt trying to figure out what the heck's going on, because (laughs) there's a lot of, like, little clues and... Yes. I don't want to throw... Shade to things like Riverdale or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but if you like those two shows, but would like a show that's slightly yeah, elevated, smart. I mean, <laughs> I like Riverdale. I'll say it. Like it's Twin Peaks is I way would, better, way mature, more mature, more mature. But but if you like those, you may like Twin Peaks. We forgot to say it's David Lynch. So if people oh, know like yeah. the vibe of David Lynch work, it is very David Lynch. Yes, some people might hate it. I will say, but. Yeah, it's good. Like it's strongly weird, but it's very good. Such a classic. Highly, highly recommend. Even though it's it's number eight on mine, just because like it does take some mental energy to follow what's going on. It's it's very complex. Yeah, in the way that David Lynch is. I need to be in the mood to watch it, but I will say I am more often in the mood in the fall and winter than I am in the summer. No, that's fair. And in general, it's just like it's crazy to me that people haven't seen that. Like it's just such a it's such a classic. Yes. Uh, well, so that was my also, also and that is eight, a so. series, but is there only one? Yeah, only one season of what? Oh, Twin Peaks. No, no, no. So there's the original. I guess they call it now the original series or seasons are one and two. There's two seasons. That's what it, okay. In the '90s, and then they just rebooted it. Like, yeah. Uh, I guess that's not not a reboot because technically it was. <laughs> I think it was a continuation. I actually haven't seen it, um, but there was another season that they put out a couple years ago that I think. Was a sequel, not a reboot? I don't think it was a reboot. I think you're right. I think they followed the stories further. Yeah. But anyway, I have not seen that. I've only seen the original. Yes. Yeah, um, really good. All right, moving on to Seven. Yes. Seven for me, again, another 90s. 1998, Practical Magic. So good. 
Uh, it's on HBO Max if you want to watch it. If you're unfamiliar... Okay, first I will say, if you're on TikTok or Instagram or anywhere where you're hearing people talk about Meg Ryan Fall, the not equivalent but similar version would be Practical Magic Autumn. The same sort of late 90s vibes, I guess late 80s into the 90s of like excellent, you know, chunky sweaters, long dresses, feeling autumnal. And this one is a little spooky because it's about witches. Uh, Sandra Bullock stars in Practical Magic, as does... Ooh, this is going to bother me. I feel like you just said Bullock really weird. I can't let it go. So sorry. Do you say Bullock? Bullock? You said Bullock. You said Bullock. Okay. <laughs> I can't let it go. Uh, I heard Sandra it. Sandra Bullock. Went, Bullock, Bullock, Bullock. Bullock. Who is the other main... Nicole Kidman. Oh, I knew it was somebody. I um, haven't seen it. But Stockard Channing is also in it. Oh, who is Greece. in West Wing, Greece. Um, Evan Rachel Wood is in it. There is are a lot of... Yeah, she's not young. that old. Yes, she's she's young in it. She's the she's a daughter in it. Okay. Um, but the premise is there are two witch sisters. They're raised by eccentric aunts who are witches, and they're raised in a small town in New England, which I think is firmly in my. I think of like New England fall whenever anything mm, is set yeah. in that general thing. I think of that. That's but they're um, very fall vibes. The you know true to New England, they're. Faced with some prejudice from the people who know they're witches and are a little like oh, wary of them. Hates witches. New England hates witches. Have you heard of Salem? Um, but they are the whole family is under a curse, which I don't want to give too much away. But basically, if they ever find true love, um, their beloved will die before they're ever. You know. Is it like a rom com? Like it's a little is- bit of a rom com, but more so, it's more about the family and the a sisters and the witches. Com. Is it funny? <laughs> It's funny. It's more like sweet and charming. It's a drama. I wouldn't call it okay, like okay. funny, funny, but it's lighthearted in some ways. And then you know, I think it is supposed to be based on the book that I read of the same name. I would the believe the setup it. sounds the same, but I don't think the plot sounds the same. Gotcha. So I, yeah, maybe it's like a loose adaptation of that book. Um, but anyway, so someone does fall in love, and there is a death that occurs, and then uh, people come to investigate the witch family and sort of. Some comedy, but some some things ensue. Some love things happen. Practical magic, romance slash fantasy. Um, people die. People fall in love. People don't fall in love. Uh, HBO Max. Sister witches are cursed in love. That's what I'll say. Any movie. It's people great. People die. People fall in love. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll watch that one day. What's your number seven? What are we on? Seven? Yep. Uh, I have Coco. I have not seen all of Coco, and I have. Oh, yeah. I thought you were about to tell me higher up. Oh, no, no, I, I, I don't. Know. You haven't seen it all. I know. Wow, tragic. Okay, so Coco, for those that don't know, is a Pixar movie, animated movie. You can find it on Disney Plus. Obviously, uh, came out a few years ago, uh, and it is. It's honestly, it's it's hard to explain like exactly what it is about, but it's set in the Day of the Dead holiday, Mexican holiday. Uh, that celebrates the circle of life and honoring ancestors. I don't know. I love to go into movies with, like, no info, so I guess that's why I'm being vague. But it's very... It celebrates family. It's it's spooky in the, like, fun... Oh, my God. I can't say fun. Another time I'm going to kill myself. But no, I but I, like... It's it. not at all scary. It's literally, like, a family Pixar movie. 
it's like the way three-year-olds find things spooky like there are <laughs> yeah there's like skeletons and ghosts sort of thing but like in like the most cute sort of way Pixar. Um, but it's very emotionally heavy and that's why I have it at number seven because for as much as I truly love Coco like I think it is one of Pixar's best movies if not Pixar's best movie High praise. Yes. Like, I mean to give it the highest praise, but I sobbed so, so vehemently at the end <laughs> of that movie. Like, cry so much you want to throw up sort of cry. It was, it's just, it's like emotionally torturous for me to watch that I don't movie. know if I would classify that as cozy, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't call it cozy, to be fair. This is my uh, list of uh, autumnal movies, I guess, if you want to. Movies that I want to watch when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. And... I think I guess it's just because it's set uh, like November first holiday, so it's you know you watch it around that time. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, no. I mean, it's really just like a cute family movie that makes me cry, nice vigorously. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I said, that's on Disney Plus. I will. I need to. I need to steal your Disney Plus login, but I will watch it. Some people. Okay, I talked to people that haven't cried, so I don't want to say like everyone will cry. I cried everything. I cried for easily. whatever reason. This movie like triggered me <laughs> like, I was like I was a mess very easy crier over here um alright number six yes for number six I have Fantastic Mr. Fox and I don't want to limit you to saying you have to watch this in autumn but the colors it's a Wes Anderson movie um it's animated right it's animated it's animated stop motion it's a comedy uh the voice actors are incredible that's George Clooney and Meryl Streep are the sort of main two but the cast if you look it up totally incredible script amazing it's about a family of foxes um Mr. Fox which is George Clooney triggers a fox trap while with his wife Felicity and his when they're sitting in the cage this is the first couple of minutes but when they're sitting in the cage the his wife is basically like I'm pregnant let's not you have to change your job we can't get into these situations where we're caught in fox traps anymore and so mr fox gets a job as a journalist and then 12 year 12 fox years later two years in human life they move to an area that's close to a bunch of farmers that are notoriously anti-fox and then the plot unfolds from there it's Hmm. so joyous great comedy it's so aesthetically pleasing it makes me feel firmly in fall mood. Okay. Um, I feel like you sold me. i never seen it. Yeah, you should watch, watch it. it. It's on Hulu. Um, and yeah, tell me what you think. I'm very excited. Yeah, for... I do like sort of not... I don't love Wes Anderson movies. This is my I favorite hate them. Wes Anderson movie. And I don't... Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I sort of liked the uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. But it's just so, it's so Wes Anderson that I'm like, I like that for him. But like, did I love the movie? No. Does it have a vibe of a Wes Anderson movie though? Like Some, except he hasn't done anything like this since yeah. Fantastic Mr. Yeah, Fox. it does sort of feel, I guess, like an outlier. I guess just in that it's animated. Yeah. I mean, yes. I guess in that it's animated and so the other Wes Andersonisms where characters sort of say things out of the blue or it's cut in an interesting yeah. way seem very in place okay. in this movie. And I know this is a, you know, audio medium so other people can't see this, but I would just like to show you the poster. Yeah, I remember seeing like the imagery for the it. The vibes it came are just out. good. It does look like fun vibes and it does look very Wes Anderson. Yes. Even though it's animated. Uh yeah, I'll have to check it out. 
Where can people watch that? Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. Which number are we on? We are on six. Okay, my number six is Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah, it's a horror movie, but no, I no, 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 I'm not, it's not, it's not a horror movie. It's a psychological thriller. Fair enough. That is scary if you're scared by serial killer cannibal people. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, I definitely wouldn't call it a horror movie because I think there are people that like Silence of the Lambs, but would never watch like a slasher movie. Yes, I know. I, I agree with you 100%. I have seen Silence of the Lambs, and I have not seen a lot okay, of the yeah. other slashery horror movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you somehow don't know, Silence of the Lambs is, well, first it's adapted from a book. Uh, Jodie Foster, one of her biggest roles, I would say, uh, is a FBI student, and she wants to interview uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins, who is a cannibal murderer uh, who's in prison. Uh, and it's uh, creepy vibes, for sure. Uh, there's n- nothing fun about this one. <laughs> Can't use the word fun here. Uh, dark, creepy. I went through a phase where I was like super into uh, profiling, mm. cr- criminal profiling. Basically, like a method of finding a serial killer uh, is to like get into the brain of a killer. And this movie is one of the first, I think, like media examples of that because mm. it was pre-Criminal Minds, the TV show. Uh, and sort of like in that time period where profiling was like just starting to be publicly known about, uh, the guy who wrote like the books about profiling published them like right around this time, I think. Uh, so very uh, trailblazing, I would say. Um, and just like a classic. It's crazy if you haven't seen this one, to be honest. I assume everyone has. If you haven't seen it, it is on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's just, a, it's a good creepy movie. I don't, I wouldn't say that like, fall hits and I'm like I gotta watch Silence of the Lambs but it wait, has wait, wait, that wait. sort of like that's what this whole list no, no, is no, about no I know but like I had to put it had to put it on here because it's like it is dark and dark and like fall fall <laughs> fall-esque I don't know when it's set but like now that I'm trying to think of like the scenery in the movie like I think it's probably fall I, it doesn't have a summer vibe that's for sure no no I'm yeah that's more your thing I don't mind well, if it's that's the thing is like I just like if it yeah no you're right call me out on it you're right because if it's <laughs> because for me if there's not like a firm anchor to fall I feel less comfy putting it on this list but you chose this one for a reason yes uh okay we're in our top fives this Ooh. is top <laughs> what's that like <laughs> <laughs> the noise that people I can't make noises you Five. know I don't know. <laughs> Are you trying to do... I'm not good at making sounds. Are you trying to do a foghorn? Have you seen Superstore? Uh, What's a foghorn? The... Wah, 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 wah. Yes! Thank you! <laughs> Stop. Don't make fun of me. Somewhere between... Do, do, do. Listen, I can't... Anyway. I'm not good at sounds. Foghorn sound. Um, for our top five. I just wanted to be festive. Carter can insert it in foghorn when he's All right. editing. For me, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I want to say, going into this, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I was going to say, surprised it's fifth. Would watch it any time of the year, but that's why it's fifth. Because I would watch it any time of the year. Okay. It is not, although Vampire Slayer is in its title, it is not, to me, a purely winter, or sorry, fall show. But. It's hard for a whole show to be fall. Like. It is hard. Because they go through their seasons. 
I mean, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? Very true, very true. The, there are specific Halloween episodes of Buffy that I do try to seek out around Halloween. Um, but also, if I'm just, like, the day's overcast, the, you know, the nights are long, I'm pulling out a Buffy episode for sure. If you haven't, if you don't know what Buffy the Vampire Slayer is, um, Joss Whedon TV show, Sarah Michelle Gellar is the, is Buffy, the title character. She, um, is a vampire slayer. This is not, (laughs) her name is Buffy and she is a vampire slayer. She is sort of, I think the concept when they pitched this originally, it was originally supposed to be a movie and the movie didn't go over very well. And then Joss Whedon wanted to make, do a remake as a show and it's so excellent uh it's a teen basically like teen cheerleader she's very she's she's as girly as can be and she slays vampires and so she's also badass as can be um and so it was one of i mean it's an early tv show it's a 90s yes 90s tv show then i'll say okay um if you're familiar with How I Met Your Mother, the actress who plays Lily is Willow in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She is iconic. This whole, you've got to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I know I've said this to you before, Jess, we will watch it someday and then talk about it because it's Yeah, we should do that because I've never seen it. And I think you would really like it. But I'm not like against it. it. I just missed it when it was, yeah, I think it was late 90s, yeah, I mean, early 2000s. I watched it all, my cousin's. I'm the youngest of all of my cousins, and they were really into it when it came out. And then we would go sometimes, this is even, we would go to the beach in the summer, and when it would rain, like it was a good rainy yeah. day, my cousin Kevin would pull out the cassette. Although and, not the fall, I gotta say. Not the fall, but I'm saying this is a great, like there are monsters, there are sort of jump scares. It's not gory, um, but it is sometimes a little bit scary, but more so comedy. I feel like when everyone else was watching Buffy, I was watching Charmed. Like, I, that's that was my choice. I chose Charmed. I would say they fall into the same. Yeah. It's a good So group. I just have to go back and watch one day. Yeah. All right, well, that's mine. And you can watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Hulu, and I strongly recommend Hulu. you do. Yeah, that's on my list, but my list is long. Okay, Not my number five is actually a TV miniseries. The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, it's on Netflix. I wrote about this in a newsletter like a couple weeks ago, which makes me feel like I should have waited until the fall, I guess, because I wrote about it in the summer. Uh, and it is very much a fall show. Uh, it is, I would say, I would classify this as horror if I had to. Um, but it is, it's supernatural. It's not... It's not gory for sure. There's not there's no gore in it. There's not really violence in it either. So it is sort of like I mean it's literally called the Haunting of Hill House. I don't think it gives it away to say there's ghosts involved. No. So the Haunting of Hill House is about this family who is they're all dealing with loss. They're basically all grieving. There was this thing that happened to them when they were kids, this like shared experience that it, they've grown up with a lot of trauma from, uh, in addition to Grieving Actually, it, it doesn't give anything away, but um, I saw an article talking about how each of the children represents a stage of grief. Hmm. So it, it's a, uh, not a, not a conceptual show. It's a very, it's not a very in-your-face, hard, just scary to be scary. It is a very thoughtful, you know, there's underlying message to the show and there's also ghosts, but it's not like a scary ghost show. It yeah. is, it's, it's a very thoughtful, if you can handle a little bit of 
scares, and I would say there's two or three jump scares, but like throughout the whole series, like mm-hmm. the eight hours of it or whatever. If you can get through those, it's a very worthwhile, thoughtful piece, I will say. It's from the way you're describing it to me, and this may be silly to say, uh, but it sounds sort of like a like a short story, scary story. And you would read things in school that were, like, they had the motifs. Like, you were supposed to, it was stuff to think about. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's definitely, that's the thing. It's like, if you took an actual, like, straight-up horror movie and made, like, a book out of it, there's not necessarily a lot of plot. Like, it's mostly, like, you know, people getting slashed. (laughs) (laughs) You done been slashed. (laughs) Uh, Whereas this is, like, it's really, besides, like, the few jump scares that, I mean, I think think we're a little cheap, honestly. I think they could have done with zero jump scares. Uh, but then you watch the trailer and it's sort of like heavy on the jump scares. Like I feel like they like really marketed it as this sort of like really scary show. And then when you watch it, it is this sort of like slow, uh, like essay about grief almost. Hmm. Um, and you have to think about it to get to that. Like you could just watch it and be like, oh, that was like a not very scary show, like mm. wasted my time. But if you like take the time to think about it. I'm not even saying it's, like, super intellectual. I'm just saying, like, if you actually pay attention to it, like, don't multitask. Like, don't go into it thinking it's a horror show. Just go into it, like, sort of as a blank slate, like, absorbing the message that that they're portraying. It it was just so good. I just didn't – I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be, like, straight scary, and it was a lot more than that. I might watch that this season, then. It was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, I really want you to watch it and let me know if I – Represented correctly. Oh, if you're yeah. like, no, that was like super, super scary. Then like, I'm sorry. I I really don't think it is. Like, I think if you, I think if you're terrified of supernatural stuff, some people are. Some people are like, I cannot watch anything with like ghosts. Like, they're really afraid of ghosts. Then this isn't for you. But if you can like, if you, I can tell you, there's two or three jump scares, and you will be scared. I jumped <laughs> even a little bit at one of them. But like, it's very infrequent. Whole episodes go by with zero jump scares. Got it. Okay. Uh, like I said, that's on Netflix. Really, really good. If I hadn't just watched it in the summer like a dummy, like I'd probably rewatch it, but I might not because I literally just watched it. Got it. We're down to number four, right? Yes. Number four for me, true classic. It's a little bit of a bummer to me that I did not put this as number one, but I have my reasons again. Hocus Pocus. I put a spell on you. Okay. All right. That is higher on my list. Okay. Yeah. So we can talk about it yes. when we get there. But I but I but I appreciate it being a number four. I'm not gonna yell at you like I did with Hollywood. Talk. <laughs> okay. I appreciate Hocus Pocus at number four. I think that's fair. And we all right, we'll talk about it more when we get to it on okay. Guess's list. So what's your number four? My number four is over the garden wall. <laughs> oh, you're not the witless, simple minded fool everybody takes you for. <gasps> that's a higher on mine. Okay, that's also fair. But we can all right, we'll come back to over the garden wall. Okay, so, so we're skipping everybody's number four. <laughs> uh, disagreed on our number fours. Then yes. that's all right. Uh, go for your number three. Yeah, my number three is Gilmore Girls. Breathe in deep, folks. Smells like fall. Get out, Taylor. And I will say, and this is why, I think you cannot... I respect it. You cannot search, like, cozy shows for fall without Gilmore Girls being... Oh, it's the obvious choice. I keep saying Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. (laughs) It's like when September 1st comes around, all the TikToks come out with, like, the la 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 Yeah. That sound, and the boots, and the leaves. Like, it's (laughs) It's... iconically fall. And... I agree with them. I it is something I rewatch Gilmore Girls relatively. I mean, not relatively often, but I will say I think probably once a year, and it is usually initiated by some sort of crisp weather. And I think, huh? If I, I used to live in New England and I would like to experience that before, I wonder what Connecticut small town I could jump <laughs> into. Um, 
Yeah, and I will say I usually start around season one or two because that's when they, you know, it starts with Rory going to school. school. It's back to school vibes um, and goes quickly into your Thanksgivings, your crisp fall, etc. Got good scarves. They've got good sweaters. They've got coffee. Yeah. It's very, that's truly epitome cozy show. It's funny because, like, I don't have a cozy show list because it doesn't mean anything to me except Gilmore Girls. That's the one show where I'm like, the first day of cold weather, I'm like, I must watch Gilmore Girls. I must bake something with cinnamon show, in it. Like, the only show or movie that isn't Halloween that's purely just, like, vibes of fall that I feel strongly about. Nice. But to be fair, so does, like, the rest of the world. Like, I'm Yeah, not no, you're not original. alone. You're not alone. Uh, I will say I did on my list right Gilmore Girls and then in parentheses seasons one through four only yeah well that's just the general disclaimer (laughs) you can watch that on Netflix I have been watching it on Netflix I will say truly September 1st hit it or not sorry not even September 1st September 22nd hit it got a little crisp here in Philadelphia I baked pumpkin cookies and I watched Gilmore Mm. Girls while I drank coffee and ate pumpkin cookies and it was glorious it's my number three. Hundred percent. Right, uh, and I feel like okay, I need to say it's not on my list because it because if I had two different lists, this one that I'm going through right now is my like actual like spooky. I like I feel strongly about being like spooky, spooky movies and shows slash horror movies and shows shows are what I want to watch in the fall. And I'm not a vibes person. If I made a vibes fall list, there'd be a single thing on it, and it would be Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and it would be number one, and it would also be the only thing. So. I feel like I need to disclaimer why that's not I appreciate on my list. The disclaimer. Gilmore okay. Girls is an amazing show for sure. Uh, my number three. That's where we are. Okay, Scream. Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh. The nineteen ninety six like original Scream because there's now two, and even though the second one is Scream Five, it's just called Scream. It's very weird. <laughs> so, anyways, Scream, the nineteen ninety six one with Drew Barrymore and Eve Campbell. I actually watched this for the first time a year ago, even though it's, like, a classic and everybody had seen it. I was like, how have I never seen this? So I watched it, and it's better even. Like, I figured it was going to be the sort of thing where you're like, well, it's a classic, and so, yeah, it was fine. It's genuinely so good. Huh, I've never seen Uh, it. Definitely a horror movie, like a slasher movie. So, like, if you don't like that, (laughs) you don't want to watch this. But it's got this sort of, like, original twist. It was, like, the first movie to do sort of, like... It's almost a satire of horror movies while being a horror movie. Or a satire of, like, slasher movies while being one. And it's, it's just like scary so movie, brilliant. but not as... But, I mean, but not at all. It's ridiculous very, like... Ridiculous a scary movie. Uh, I can't think of, like, a good example. Well, okay, sort of the way Reboot, the TV show that we just reviewed last week, sort of the way that is a satire of reboots while well, being a, still a sitcom. Very meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what Scream is. Scream is definitely a slasher movie. But also very much a satire of slasher movies in a meta way. Got it. Um, so it does have some humor to it, for sure. But it is also still scary. And when it actually gets like really deep into those scary moments, like there's not really humor in it. So it manages to like interweave this sort of like satirical, humorous vibe while still being actually scary. And it does it so brilliantly. I like just... I'll never get over it. Scream is so good. Would you recommend that I watch it knowing me and what I... I don't know. I like. I want to say yes, but like the scary moments are. I don't know. Did I watch I Hitch know. with you? Remember that Hitchhiker? Oh no, no, no that's no. not what Hitch is. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Will Smith Hitch movie. is an excellent movie. I meant Hitchhiker. 
which is about someone in high school. Yeah, did we watch that? At Tony's house. We might have. Oh, we did go through a phase where we watched bad scary movies at Tony's house, and you all made me watch yeah, the scary yeah, yeah, movies, yeah. and I was firmly against okay. it. Yes, that was horrifying. Is um, it like that? N- but but that's the thing is like what about the orphan? Mm-hmm. I watched that in your basement. Um, those Again, are like really actual horror movies. A little but, against and that's my the thing will. is like scream. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jenny. <laughs> Clearly, I maybe this is, you. maybe you are why I. Don't. I'm the root of all of Jenny's problems. No, um, I think Scream has enough humor to it that you'd appreciate it, but you would be scared in certain moments for sure. Would I have nightmares? I don't know what you have nightmares from. Like, do like killers, masked killers, give you? Maybe the. I guess I should have said what it's about. It's so it's basically a masked killer is like terrorizing a town and like killing high school students. If you've seen the Scream masks on Halloween, yeah, everybody's seen the Scream masks. Yeah, so it's I, from. <laughs> I think you'll be. Scared. I think you'll be scared. I don't know if you'd have nightmares, okay. because there is enough of a like satirical bent that it isn't like it, it isn't as scary as it could be. But I don't really know where your threshold is. Okay, it's on Peacock, by the way. Nice. Uh, I assume that that's the paid version of Peacock, mm. um, which at this point is worth it to get. I'm, I feel like I've said this like a million times by now, but people still don't have it. So it's a great one. Um, I feel like I need to say that. Scream 5, also just called Scream, is not on my list. It came out this year, uh, early 2022. Genuinely excellent for a fifth movie in the franchise, but also just as a movie. Like, it's really, really good. But if you haven't seen Scream 96, you don't watch Scream 2022 until you see Scream, the original Scream. Noted. If you have seen Scream, haven't. the original, <laughs> for those listening, then do please watch Scream 2022. Excellent. All right. Good advice. All right. What's your number two? My number two is Over the Garden Wall. Oh, no. The beast is upon me. Okay. So that was, my, that was my number four, You're just, just because not. I wanted the other stuff earlier, mm-hmm. but that's really the only... Like, I was, like, really torn. Over the Garden Wall... Holy crap, what an excellent okay, show. Okay, most people won't know what it is at all, so we do need to tell them. All right, it's a miniseries that was originally created for Cartoon Network. It's about, I will say, it opens, it's animated, as you could tell by the Cartoon Network. It's about two brothers, Wart and Gregory, who find themselves lost in the woods. And the autumn vibes are through the roof. I like they call him Gregory. I think they call him Greg throughout the entire show. But, like, yes, his name probably <laughs> is Gregory. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. Um... Yes. Should I say anything else about um, the plot? I think I don't we can say it. It's a mini-series, but the episodes are crazy short. They're so 10 minutes long. There are 10, 10-minute episodes. So, like, really just sit down and watch it like a movie. Yeah. Yes. It's, I mean, it's movie-length. Like, you could also, if you cut it into half, it's not going to, like, no, no, no. ruin it. But sure. just, it's very easily digestible, um, and it does, it puts you firmly in the mood for crisp it evenings. It is a perfect fall show. Perfect, it's, Yes. Absolutely. It's silly in ways. It's really smart in other ways. It's it is not. Although it was Cartoon Network, I mostly know adults and pe- like people oh, our yeah, age yeah, yeah. that really enjoy it. I yeah. I don't know that it's even. I don't know that kids would even get it. It's really not a kids show. It's a little bit in the kids like, could probably rip- watch it and be like, oh, like fun. Yeah, just because it's animated and there's like sort of like fun motifs. It's but... a little in the Rick and Morty level. Yeah. of it's very brainy cartoons. Really. So my theory is. Hot dogs are not actually dogs, regardless of what they teach in school. Yes. And um, there's, yeah, there's a, there's adventure aspects, there's... It's sort of dark, too. Spooky aspects. It's not upbeat. I tripped on my own candy trail. Not uplifting. No, no, I would... 
There, I should right. say there are moments that are upbeat, but it's not uplifting. That's really what it is. Until maybe the whole... I would say the whole arc maybe has an uplifting bent. Yeah, I end. would say you're not going to walk away being like, I'm depressed. Right. I just mean like, it is... It's not it's silly, a dark goofy. tone. Fun. Yeah, it's not a goofy tone, even though there are moments... Although, now that we're saying that, I'm like, it is a little goofy. It's okay. Whatever. It's perfect. It's a great I guess mix. It's, like I'm saying, like you don't walk away being like, that was so like hilariously funny. There are moments of sort of like goofiness but not in like a Rick and Morty way which is like you said something Rick and Morty yeah I just meant in terms of who like yeah yeah the audience, audience even though it's a cartoon age. oh my it's really I'm, hard to describe it's so hard <laughs> to describe but I maybe this will help anyone who it's clever when I walked away from seeing it I walked away feeling like I just experienced Experience something, something. Yeah. I love I want other people to experience this thing uh, my boyfriend watched it for the first time and has like it's maybe his favorite TV show of all time. It's so good, man. It's, um, yeah, it just made, it's like a really well done piece of art. Like, that's all I can And it say. is really underrated. I, like, don't know anyone really besides, like, the people that recommended it to me and then, like, you. Like, I don't really know anybody that's watched it. Yeah. Like, when I was but a senior in college, my friend group so one person in the friend group like watched it and like wouldn't shut up about it and then like the rest of us watched it and like together we like just all loved it so much and it is that sort of show where you're like I can't believe other people aren't talking about this like I have to tell other people about it they have to watch it because it's so unique and that's really the best way to describe it it's just it's really unique it's really unique I was trying to as you were saying that I was trying to think of a single TV show that I could really be like if you like this maybe watch I don't even know but I but it's really all its own thing the Man, voice, it's so good. One of the the uh, Wart, the older brother, is voiced by Elijah Wood, who um, Carter told us last night when we full disclaimer we watched a few we episodes last night, last night because it was excellent. Um, but apparently, he decided to sign on because he really loved the artwork. And the, it is beautiful. It's beautiful. Like it's not dumb animation. Like it's it really is art. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's very. It strikes cool. you. It really does. And I want to reiterate again, firmly fall. Yes, vibes, the, oh, whole, the whole way through. Well, yeah, I would, I would say friendly fall vibes. It does have a Halloween anchor, but you don't know that actually until. But the it's end. not. But it's also not a. Just to be clear, I didn't spoil anything. Yes. I'm just saying it makes my list because it does have yeah. an anchor. But I would say even if it didn't, uh, yeah, it is pretty pretty obvious fall vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Okay. You can watch that on Hulu and also HBO Max. And again, I encourage you to. Yes. Oh, everyone should. That would be my dream if everybody listening to this watched over the garden wall and then texted me about it. Agreed. Or emailed me <laughs> if you don't have my phone number. Yeah. Please let us know if you watch over the garden wall. All right. What number are we on? Two. That was my. That was your two. That was okay. My two. my two is Hocus Pocus. Why was I cursed with such idiot sisters? And only because, not because I think it's the best movie ever. When Halloween comes around, you gotta watch. October it. comes around. If I didn't have a ton of time to watch fall vibey stuff, mm-hmm. I would watch Hocus Pocus. I agree. I agree, and that's why I said it's on. It's it's in my top five. Yeah. Um, I think the same is now true for the other ones that I've mentioned in my top five. Okay. Uh, and because I've seen Hocus Pocus so often, almost every year, if I do skip a year. It doesn't feel like the end of the world to me, okay. but I will always come back to I it. I love traditions, too. So yes. I'm like a... Like, I watch Elf literally every single Christmas. <laughs> uh, Elf and Love Actually. Like, I have my, like, two Christmas movies. If I don't watch Elf and Love Actually, like, Christmas didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Hocus Pocus and my number one, which I'll get to soon. Mm-hmm. If I don't watch those two movies, it's not Halloween. I have... 
missed Halloween. Halloween has passed me by. It didn't yeah. happen for me that year. So that's why Hocus Pocus is number two. It is pure nostalgia. Oh. If I'd never seen it and I watched it right now, would I like it? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I, yeah, uh, you're, you're right. I don't know for sure, but I feel the same way. It's so, it's just such the Halloween movie. Like, it, well, Midler, not the, to be fair, my next one is the Halloween movie. Uh, <laughs> Batman Miller, Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. Uh, it's great. It's, I think. I mean, I think everybody's probably seen huge it. Crazy if they haven't. On the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Minx oh, or yeah. Max or whatever. Um, I think his name is Max. Someone else's name is Banks. The cat's Banks. I'm bad oh, with I'm character at, names. I'm Banks. Oh, the cat that turns into... Spoiler, but Matt, yes. <laughs> I'm like... Okay. If you haven't seen it, you... It, it, like, you can't spoil the movie that came out in like 1994. True. 1993, sorry. Uh, I mean, you, you can, but it, like, I'm not sad for you. His voice. That's just spoiled It's hot. Banks' voice. No, no, no you're just, not wrong. You're not thank wrong. Thank you. I mean, it's a little weird. Uh, yeah, I admit that. But we're coming things. from a generation of people who like had their sexual awakenings from Casper. Remember when Casper turned into like a I human boy? I didn't watch Casper. Oh, okay. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> From mine. But anyway, I'm pretty sure everybody here has seen Hocus Pocus. So we don't have to say too much more about it. Uh, they are making a sequel. It comes mm. out this Friday, September 30th. I have I'm gonna very watch skeptical it, feelings about that. But I'm going that. to watch it. Uh, oh, for sure going to watch it. But like, I mean, it's sort of, my skepticism comes from one, does everything need to be like? What, does everything need a sequel? No, and it feels like a cash grab. Mm-hmm. Two, like I said, if I right now watched Hocus Pocus for the first time, would I be like, "What a great movie"? Mm-hmm. I still feel like probably no. I'd be like, "That was cute," and I wished I'd seen it as a kid because nostalgia would play a big part here. It falls into the category of things that if I ever have children, I will be excited to oh, show yeah, them yes, and sure. introduce the tradition. And I think that's okay. That's like a whole. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it brings me happiness is what's important. Yes. Even though it is nostalgia-driven. Yes. All right, we're on to number one. Okay, you go. This may be controversial, but I think it's definitely cozy. Wait, I can't even guess. Oh, it's freaking When Harry Met Sally. It absolutely is When <laughs> Harry Met Sally. You know, the first time we met, I really didn't like you that much. I didn't like you. I may just watch When Harry Met Sally for the first time last night. It is... Well, she, okay, you didn't force me. I would no, say... No. I heavily influenced I you. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay with it. I was not, like, super hyped to watch it, but... Yeah, yes. go on. Tell us all about it. It gets me in a cozy mood every time, without fail. I... It's my favorite of the... I'll call it a trilogy, but it's not really a trilogy of, like, Meg Ryan, you know, rom-com. Spiritual successors. Spiritual successors of, you know, You've Got Mail, Sleepless in Seattle, When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally is, hands down, the best one, in my opinion. 1989, the... Autumnal outfits alone, I think you will agree. Jess, I will agree. Are impeccable. Amazing outfits. Are everything. A style the, icon. A style icon. Both of them, honestly. I would like Harry her hair. And truly. Sally. Yeah. It's all coming back. It is all coming back. And it is not... I I prefaced this when we were watching it last night with... Um, I told Jess, I told you, mm-hmm. that I would recommend this show... This Sorry. I would recommend this movie to be... Observed anywhere between September and <laughs> January first, because it does. Mm. I don't think there are any scenes which fits into your, you know, qualifications of being on this list. I don't think there are really any scenes of summer or spring. It kind of all happens over multiple years, but kind of between fall. There are beautiful autumn in New York yes, shots. I'll give you that. Really gorgeous, and then there are some key things that happen in the winter. 
But I watch this, like, once September hits, I need to watch this at some point between fall and January 1st. And I am a sucker for a good rom-com. I am a sucker for Meg Ryan and Nora Ephron and The Fast Talking. And if you haven't seen it, I don't think this is giving any way, but they're really lovely vignettes of couples interwoven into the movie that just, like, get me every time. I know they exist. They're supposedly real. Yes, they're real stories. Some of the um, actors, some of the people telling the stories are actors, but they're all real stories of couples. That is cute. Oh, it just gets, it's just so cute. It gets me every time, and I love it. You know what's interesting is if, okay, for people listening, if you have seen it before, you're probably like, yeah, oh my gosh, great movie. I don't actually, I can't, nobody that's ever talked about When Harry Met Sally to me has ever been like, yeah, it was bad. Like, everybody likes it. (laughs) Uh, The reason it took me so long to watch it is I don't really watch a lot of old movies, actually. It's probably mm. the best reason. Uh, but also, my dad quoted that movie, like, my whole life. Like, I knew a bunch of the, like, I don't know. They're probably, like, the most obvious quotes from the movie. But he would always quote it. And so I was like, oh, it's just, like, a dorky dad movie. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Dad. I know he's listening. Uh, so I never really felt compelled to watch it. Uh, and then I think a few years ago, I watched You've Got Mail, and I was like, okay, it was, like, cute. I have pretty similar feelings now that I've seen When Harry Met Sally. Like, it was cute. It was not groundbreaking, obviously. Like, literally, nobody's saying it is. It was whoa, from whoa. the 80s. I would say... Oh, groundbreaking for its time. I'm saying in yeah. my world where I've now seen Got it. all the movies after that and then, you know, went back and watched it. It's harder for me. Like, understanding it's a classic. I'm like, yeah, it, it was. It did. It was good for the reasons you said like funny I like the sort of like fast talking and like that was sort of like new at the time it was new and it was also this first sort of rom-com and I could be wrong I will maybe do a correction if I am wrong but I believe it was one of the first sort of like enemies to lovers friends to lovers-esque rom-coms that made it big that right. was like, it's hard now when there's been like a million so derivatives many. of it but this is like the template yeah no and I'll give it that and it was cute and I did love the fall vibes. As a person that likes a holiday anchoring my movie watching, I would say I would rather watch this on New Year's Eve. Fair. That's fair. I will. I also love it as a New Year's Eve movie. Okay. But I'm... But I did like the, like, fall in Central Park because, like, it... I mean, also, fall in Central Park is my... Is one of my favorite things, like, in the real world. So, yes. I did love that and I did love the outfits. I want to... The last thing. So, outfits and then music. I think that's another big thing about this movie to me. It's a lot of Harry Connick Jr., it's jazz, autumn in New York feeling it to really me. It really has your name written all over, I will oh, say. Oh, yeah. If, <laughs> if you, like, took a blood sample. <laughs> like, if I had like, to design like... the perfect movie for Jenny, it would probably be this movie. Oh, I love it so much. I love hmm. it so much. Um, oh, that's fair. That's fair. It is funny. Yeah. Jenny made me watch it last night. Uh, or, like I said, didn't make me. But <laughs> it was like we were looking for something to watch. And every, like, fourth movie that she'd recommend, she'd be like, well, what are Harry um four movies later. Well, yeah, but did what, what did you give third, further thought to watching When Harry Mansell? Probably really settled on not um, watching And I'm actually time. terrible at picking movies, so really all you have to do is say a movie like eight times. And I'm like, yeah, 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 let's watch that. I'll remember that. Anyways, oh, you can yeah. watch When Harry Met Sally on HBO or Netflix. What's your number one? Okay. Um, if anyone's a very keen listener, they will have deduced. Can you? Oh, I know which one. Yeah, it's Halloween Town. You never let us do anything fun. It's absolutely it's Town. Okay, also probably people knew as soon as my, like, outrage <laughs> occurred. Um, but now I really feel like I need to defend it. Okay, Halloween you Town. Okay. If people don't know, Halloween Town is 
a Disney movie. So you can watch it on Disney Plus. It's a Disney movie, actually a Disney Channel original movie. It's the Disney movie, also known as DComs. <laughs> uh, if you love Disney Channel movies the way I do, I primarily refer to them as DComs. So I will be doing so going forward. DComs were the like lifeblood of my childhood. Oh, most of my okay. favorite nostalgic memories. Like, come from DCOMs. And the, like, DCOM extras, the little... Let's watch a Disney, Disney Channel movie. Like, I just... Pure happiness runs through me mm-hmm. at any of those things. Mm-hmm. So, for me, when Halloween comes around, or really the air starts to get cold, it is <laughs> Halloween Town time. Like, the way I said, like, if I don't watch Hocus Pocus and my number one movie, Halloween Town, if I don't watch Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus... Halloween didn't occur. But really, if you really had to pick one movie that I have to watch, it is Halloween Town. I, not at all a rebuttal, just my version, my my take on this is, the reason that it was 10 for me is that I think that's no longer true. I like seeing it referenced. I don't have to watch it every year. Hocus Pocus is much more that for me than Halloween Town. But I still do revisit it often because it is so nostalgic and I love it and I sometimes even if I don't watch the full movie will look up like little scenes (laughs) to watch I mean also it's like an hour and 20 minutes and it's like it's the sort of thing where the feeling feelings that I have watching it now are so much more rooted in like my child brain's processing of the movie at the age when I first watched it which was probably four (laughs) if I watched it when it first came out in 98 uh but that and that obviously like helps me feel happiness when I watch it now. If somebody watches it now, having never seen it, no, they are probably not going to like it. It's pretty depends cheesy. How yeah, it depends on how much they can like suspend their critical thoughts. I <laughs> very cheesy, very nineteen ninety eight low budget TV movie. I mean, yes, but it's and it's charming. Oh, it made me when I was when I watched it as a kid. It made me like want to be a witch. It made me want. Oh, to I wanted Halloween Town to exist. To exist. So, so bad. It rivaled Harry Potter and like Hogwarts as places that I needed to exist. 100% agree. And that's what makes it such a perfect, that's such an amazing movie. There you have it. The thing that I said when I listed this as number 10 on my list was I did, like, I do want it in my life around Halloween. I usually, at this point, put it on when I'm cleaning or like something that I don't need to take all of my attention but gives me the vibes. It doesn't require primary attention. Yes. I'm not going to sit there with my face pointed toward the screen and, like, no, <laughs> so no, you're right. I'm going to watch it, like, while I'm baking yes, or something. Yeah. But, like, it is the quintessential Halloween movie, which for me is the quintessential fall movie. And it had to be number one on the list because if I miss it, fall didn't happen. I said Halloween didn't happen. It also is But, very like, cozy. all of October would... didn't happen if I didn't watch Halloween Town. Fair. Yes, cozy. It is cozy. You're <gasps> a right. cozy show. Um, but it's still, it's it's literally got Halloween in the name. So, <laughs> uh, in terms of, like, anchored by <laughs> Halloween, I... Well, that was fun. I now I need to watch all these shows. It was viewing. too many. If you started right now, you couldn't watch all of that in the months of <laughs> No, fall. but I dare you to try. I, yeah, I At really... At least watch Over the Garden Wall. Please, yeah. Like, please. I dare you to watch that. That really should have been both of our number ones. <laughs> I know, and I wanted to do it, but like... I know. I, I guess it's... I honestly think, for me, I like watching it every couple of years... I like sort of like not remembering every detail because you it's have so that rejuvenated to... wonder, yeah. sense of wonder. It's just so excellent. But yeah, I suppose that's it for now. Uh, catch us next time when we talk about a, as unplanned. Uh, <laughs> I was really surprised that it seemed like you had yet to be you decided. <laughs> uh, let us know if you have suggestions and we'll see you then. Yeah.
over and out. We're gonna go watch some fall stuff. Enjoy your autumn trip. Yeah. Okay.